That's right, folks. It's time for the Nerdy Point of View podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Penaloza. With me today are two American Eagles. Yeah, we're going to go with that. American Eagles. Except one's Canadian goose. <laughs> we have Carrie Penaloza. Where the stain was already on this dress. God. We also have Lamar Harris. What? I don't. I don't. Shame on all of you. Feel shame. <laughs> Lamar, shame. My secret is I always feel shame. I'm just constantly ashamed. Good, good. <laughs> Let the shame flow, flow through you. You know, I'll take shame mm. flowing through me than most other substances like, like mercury or something. Well, like that's that. not where I thought you were going with that. Man, I'm so glad you took a left turn on that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going back to the stain on the dress there for a second. Yeah, I thought we was going yeah. straight towards lotion. <laughs> if it was my dress it would probably be gravy so let, let's be honest at least kfc gravy i like kfc yeah kfc gravy now here's the thing with gravy and me mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get to what we want to talk about <laughs> let's talk about gravy for a second but first let's let's discuss the finer points of gravy now there <laughs> carrie's making a face oh i'm i'm ha- so the closest <laughs> substance you thought to compare was, was gravy, <laughs> not ranch, not no. You okay. here's the thing: ranch, God damn it, may be white, but mm. it's not salty. And I feel like the consistency of gravy Aww. is probably closer. Now, as someone who has a lot more experience with than you, mm. milk. I should say, as I've been dealing with it since I was 12 years old. I bet, though. I, I will say. I, I didn't want to say it. Unless I'm sick. No. Unless I've been sick. I, I'm pretty damn sure that I have more experience with tasting than you do. <laughs> Boy, we're going to get blacklisted, aren't we? Woo! Well, I've learned. Well, you know what? That's not even the wildest there. thing I've learned about Harry. There's going to be a, <laughs> like, a goose honk there, just to be safe. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what? You know what? But the things I've like talked to Carrie about, like when I first, uh, my first real hangout with Carrie, oh, man, when we was just hanging out after a convention at a, a hotel before I knew that they were suffering quietly. Um, <laughs> I learned so much. I learned so much. So this is uh this is not that shocking. This is not that shocking. Yeah. And technically you're a small-ish town person, so that's also not that shocking. I mean, there's not much to do except each or, other. Or so. eat, apparently. Good protein. <laughs> mm. <laughs> little little well, bit of throat yogurt there. Is the, pineapple is, thing, is the pineapple thing true? I don't know about pineapple specifically, but um, if you have a lot of meat in your diet, yes. There is a taste difference. Like gravy. No. <laughs> is it closer think... to beef or chicken gravy? Um <laughs> I would say uh I didn't know we were doing a taste review, but here uh, we are. Yeah. I would say it adds almost more of a a stank to it. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> That's the best I can describe it, because like there's no taste. 
that can be like, oh, it adds some cinnamon to it. Like, no. Um, <laughs> Wouldn't that be exciting, though? Wait, 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 wait. I'm so sorry. Oh, God, this is going to be an episode that actually gets us banned. <laughs> I'm going to have to what? do very strategic goose honks. <laughs> what? Okay, do your best. Because as a cisgender straight male, mm. I've never tasted semen. Not even my own. Yeah. I've, I've right. shot it over my head many times. But it's never quite made bullseye. It just gets the arc. Okay, I've got yeah. this. I've got this. What is the um, closest comparison can we get? Because is it just like a salt shot? It depends. It, I, I've had it, honestly, varying tastes. Um, but the, the mo- main consistent... What might call you a connoisseur? <laughs> Ew. God damn it. <laughs> no, the bucket is a really awkward thing to have in the kitchen. Uh, no. What? <laughs> Oh, this is good. You know, like a fine wine, you swish it around your mouth and then you spit it out. (laughs) You have to be in the mentality for that shit. Let me tell you something. When you're not, when you're not Randy, that sentence is terrible. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, But no, okay. So, you know, have you ever (laughs) coughed up lung butter? Yes. Lung butter. Lung butter. It's kind of like. Like chunky phlegm. Like snotty, yeah, yeah, almost yeah, yeah, texture, yeah. like think of like a lot of that, but thicker, and it tastes like wet meat. <laughs> it's it's hard hey. to describe. It honestly, so like, like like a meat milkshake almost. Well, almost like sour milk if you took away the sour part of it. Hey. Brian, can you go ahead and put a content warning in the beginning of this episode for <laughs> I us? I mean, we are content warned. Yeah. On... Oh, are we content warned? Oh, okay, God, thank... we are marked as 18 plus. Have to be. Oh, yeah. okay, thank fuck, because... Yeah, listen, I don't want fucking, like, little fucking 12-year-old Tommy being like, Mom, guess what I learned listening to the nerdy point of view? <laughs> I no, I don't... What like... like. I, I, I bet everyone would describe it differently. Um, I remember one girl in in high school. Huh. And I feel like I've told I might have told <laughs> oh you guys boy. this story before, but if not, we were in sex ed, and uh, in sex ed they did a lot of the the scientific breakdown of what creates. <laughs> and oh there was a lot of um, proteins. There was a lot of amino mm-hmm. acids and um, a lot of sugar, a lot of sugars. And this pl- this blonde girl. Uh, and I remember her because she's the same girl who asked if there were beaches in Australia. So that about tells you the intellect level. Fair question. Okay. Fair question. She raises her hand. The teacher says, yes, girl whose name I don't remember. And she says, well, if there's so much sugar in it, why does it taste so salty? Man, out yourself so fast. Oh. Well, here's the thing. I don't think she realized that she was outing herself. And to everyone's credit, nobody made fun of her that hard. I think we were just too shocked. Like, what? The the advanced of you were uh, trying to figure out how to help her studies. <laughs> <laughs> and she seemed to be a very zealous uh, connoisseur. <laughs> oh, uh. my God. This is a conversation I was not prepared to go down. I always thought we was gonna take we was gonna take a small little five minute detour about the best gravies out there, KFC versus churches, cafeteria KFC lunch wins. lady, 
<laughs> chicken gravy versus beef gravy. Uh, it depends. You know what? That does. It depends on me. It depends. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. chicken. Uh, like over biscuits, sure. Mm. Uh, mm. Sa- mm. Fuck. <laughs> As a southerner, sausage gravy over biscuits. Okay, okay, all okay. day. You didn't bring up sausage gravy though. I know I didn't, but that didn't you say on gravy? It was like ah, ah, sausage gravy. But um, I don't know if I've ever had sausage gravy. Have you never had like a biscuits and gravy dish and something like that? No, that's a very American thing. It's wildly American. Um, <laughs> it's not even all American. It's just Southeast. It's a very yeah. Southeast American thing to have. Um, it's pretty good. It's uh, salty. It kind of tastes like uh, uh, spoiled milk without the spoil. <laughs> That's how I describe <laughs> You mean how, do, you, do, how do. you describe <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of <laughs> <laughs> God, every time, every time somebody uses that word, I just I, I look at my time slip away editing this fucking <laughs> shit. Yeah, you shouldn't use an actual goose sound. Use Lamar's voice what? doing the yeah that. <laughs> I could, but that might get confusing. So you don't mm. want me to say "come on, Eileen." <sighs> I'll scrap this whole goddamn thing right now. <laughs> We need the content. What about our sponsors? Oh, this episode uh, K- brought KFC to you sponsor, by... Sponsored oh. by KFC's Chicken Gravy. And Chicken Milk. You know, by the way... God damn it. And this, <laughs> my friend's dad loved KFC Gravy so much. Oh, thank much. God. Yeah. yeah like, I know. You know. I realized that that... Because you started talking, and I wasn't sure where... Which, which trip we were going to take. We're taking the gravy train. We're going. Okay. Okay. Uh, he loved the KFC gravy so much that after we were all done, he would group all the gravy into one canister and drink the whole thing. Oh, that is a man who didn't live very long, isn't he? He's still alive. No. Yeah. It, it, for people, it's if you start unhealthy and remain unhealthy, you'll live to 90. But if you at some yeah. point decide... Maybe I should stop eating butter for dinner. Um, <laughs> your heart will explode. That's just the way. Keith almost... Richards is still alive, Brian. Okay. okay, but to be fair, somewhere along the line, out of all the drugs he did, a chemical reaction happened in his body that will not allow that man to die. Ever. He will outlast us all, and we all know it. It's Keith you Richards and the cockroaches. You can put Keith Richards and a cockroach in a giant microwave and that cockroach is going before Keith Richards. Everyone thinks Mr. Dr. Manhattan's going to be blue, but it's really just Keith Richards. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's just on the fucking moon chilling there. Like, I tire of this world. <laughs> God. These people are their petty squabbles. Does anyone actually know how old Madonna is anymore? I think she has to be touching. Like well, she was, she was popular in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine she's either late sixties. She's uh, got to be getting up there. Uh, Madonna is sixty three, younger than I thought. Okay. No, share share is the one Cher. that's Cher. not yeah. functional anymore. No, share uh, is an eldritch being. I'm convinced. Uh, she is seventy six. Oh, damn. 
uh, it's still still attractive in my opinion personally. Um, if I thought I could do anything to her without busting a hip, I uh, I would do it. Well, here's here's the thing, Lamar. Abusing the elderly is a crime. So, <laughs> but it's share would I would she would abuse me? Let's be honest about the shit. <laughs> I, I've got to say, too, uh, someone who hasn't really aged in the last 20, 30 years is Celine. Who? Celine? Has she not? I could have sworn it's I recently Celine. saw her. Is Celine? Well, it, when she fucking sings My Heart Will Go On, it's Celine Dion. <laughs> when she sings My Heart Will Go On, she's being fucking literal. Like, it's just going to go on and on and on. It's going to be her, um, Keith Richards, and Cher on the moon. And Deadpool. That that's a fic- fictional character. Fictional okay, character. Ryan Reynolds dressed as Deadpool. No, he's ah, not living forever. Celine, he okay. has to. He won't. I I generally don't make comments mm-hmm. about people's appearances, but I think Celine Celine Dion might have lost too much weight. She is very very small now. But in her defense, I think her losing her husband. That would have a big thing to do with it. Yeah, I think that fucked her up. Smolene Dion? She would be Smolene Dion. That's right. Celine Dion was popular in the 90s when she was 21. So she's only 54 right now. Okay. So she's fairly young. Here's how I know that that nobody but Keith Richards is going to live forever. Because Betty White finally died. Now, I thought... I thought she was going to last forever because she seemed yeah. to be going strong. And then one day she just didn't wake up. It was, it was, it was a lot of the heavy hitters. It was Betty White, I think Sidney Poitier at the same time. Yep. And then uh, John Madden, I want to say, he, yep. was that group. Because celebrity deaths always come in three. That one, dude, this one came in like 15. That was a few at the time. Yeah. Did Wasn't Bob Saget around then too? Bob Saget. Uh, yeah, that's right. Bob Saget is. Wait, hold on. Is Bob Saget dead? Yes. Yes. In weird circumstances. Yes, that's right. I remember that now. Yeah, he died earlier this year. Yeah, they're they're like, well, he hit his head, and we'll say nothing more of it. Well, that's funny. <laughs> There's a dead body found in my hometown, and she was discovered in the dumpster where you just dump trash and shit like that. Um, and they're just like, well, we don't know how or why she's there, but no, we don't suspect anything suspicious. <laughs> no, that, that, yeah, that's Brockville that's, for you. That's a natural thing. That's a natural way Super to go. Super normal for someone to die and drag themselves into a dumpster. Yeah. It just, it just blows my mind that Bob Saget was like one of the filthiest comedians ever. Oh, it's great. And he played Danny Tanner in Full House. Yeah. yeah. And America's Funniest Home Videos. Yeah. For like almost a decade. That, that, the very first time I heard a stand up, I was like, what is going, what is going on? <laughs> what is happening? You're, you're the twin's father. What are you doing? You made me think that white families are normal. What is happening? Oh, hell no. No. Well, it turns out, Normal is very subjective. Uh, who said it? I think it was Titus that said the fucked up are normal now. And the happy, well-adjusted people, they're the freaks. <laughs> it's true. You know what? There's some truth to that. Because when I see somebody that's happy and well-adjusted, I immediately do not trust them. Yeah. 
Like, I, I feel like, okay, they clearly have a sex dungeon or <laughs> they're a leader of a cult or mm-hmm. they've got like 27 bodies under the floorboards. You know, there's something, nobody's that normal. There's something fucking off about them. Yeah, I can't, I'm, I'm trying to think and I can't really name one person that's completely normal, like happy, well-adjusted, 100% uh... normal. That's not a criminal. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think I'm the most normal person in my friend. Oh shit, Lamar. Yeah, um. <laughs> yeah. I think statistically, I think I'm the most normal person in my friend group. Uh, nope. I take that back. There's a few. There's a few happy couples that like met in college and married out and love their families and have like a home and a dog yeah it makes you wonder uh, how many sacrifices do they have under their belt you know like ritualistic like how many hearts have they eaten yeah would you wait here, here's the question here's a good question would you eat the heart if if a wizard came up to you and said brian I will erase all the terrible things that have happened to you, and I will put you on the path of normalcy, where you'll have a fucking the whole goddamn picket fence if you eat this heart. <laughs> so, not to get too philosophical, the reason I would say no, it has nothing to do with the heart. Put some fucking Tabasco on there, yeah, I'm good. Um, it's it's the erasing all the bad shit that's ever happened to me. Because all of that is part of what makes me me for good and ill. All the good Mm -hmm. parts, all the bad parts, the happy parts, the fucked up parts. All those parts of me are because I went through all that shit. So I wouldn't want that erased because I'm afraid of who I would end up or who I would be without that stuff. Normal. Yeah, that freaks me out. (laughs) (laughs) What if you had like a buzz cut, like a little bit of the top, you wear like polos on it? Oh, no. No. When I mean, everyone I, says, Ken doll, I will never be. When someone says, Hey, Brian, how's your day? You'll say, Live with the dream, like unironically. And, and mean it, Brian. Mm. That sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> that actually, you just described what, if I if I were to dream and have nightmares, that sounds like one of what they would be. What What if, like, Karen was, like, in a floral, floral print skirt? And, like, no, she a- would hate me if I was normal. If I was normal, she never would have talked to me. I wouldn't be married to yeah. the most amazing, wonderful human being that I've ever met. If that all oh, happens. So uh, Brian, we're not married. <laughs> <laughs> Damn on him! Damn on him! Ah! I never adopted son Lamar. Fair. My black son. My black son. <laughs> family guy. Oh yeah, still love family guy. Hell yeah. Uh, it's not as good as the Fr- first few seasons, though. Apparently, Seth MacFarlane hasn't been writing for Family Guy in, like, years. That makes he just sense. does the voices. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. That's no, it's, it's fallen to Simpsons territory, where it's like, after a while, just crank him out and make the money. You know what? You know what? That actually makes um, Trey Parker and Matt Stone that much more impressive. And what's funny about them, I don't know if you know this, is they desperately want to be done. Yeah. <laughs> like, they they keep making episodes of South Park that they're sure are going to get them canceled and shut down. They're positive of it, and they that's what they want. And then it just gets more fucking popular, and it's driving them absolutely fucking insane. Well, because they put themselves in the work. Like you can't 
you've done it beyond blatant like mr slave shoved paris hilton up his ass you've done it you can't you can't do anything at this point like Snooky was a oh random midnight monster that yes Snooky wants snoo snoo yeah where, where where else do you go at the most shocking thing they've done lately is like uh changed tolkien's name to tolkien and that was amazing that. yeah so they had an episode where <laughs> it was like uh randy's uh, uh stan's family was over at tolkien's family and then randy uh stan's dad was like hey can i, can I ask you a question why did you name your child tolkien and it was like because Tol- jrr tolkien's my favorite author wait tolkien your name's tolkien yeah what did you think it was? Token. Why would I name my child Token? <laughs> <laughs> and if you look at the website, they all they changed everything. His name is Tolkien Black. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to look into this in the games um, where they can't just, well, maybe they can just update that shit. But like the games, because uh, Token oh, is Oh, it's probably games. still Token. Yeah, probably. Probably <laughs> still Token. But that's what that that's where they're at now. Now the the most shocking thing they would do is like if everything's all right. Well, I know they, because yeah, they even did like the COVID thing, which was getting everybody shut down, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Fuck it, we're gonna take on COVID," and everyone's just like, "Oh, this is great, this is hilarious," and they're, but like, I just imagine them as creators have to be like, "Fuck, I'm ready, I'm ready to be <laughs> let go, I'm ready to die now, just let us go," and everyone's like, "No." We're not I don't think they yet. can. Their their production schedule is insane. They only work like three or four months a year. Like but they it's, pump. It's mm-hmm. a full three or four months a year. Yeah, it's a full. Don't get me wrong. It's three a full three or four months. But still, they pump out an episode a week, which is why most of it's so relevant to the current times. Mm-hmm. And like they already have their Tony from Book of Mormon, one of the most popular. They got a. I think they got. An Oscar for Blame Canada. They got Tony Award for um, Book of Mormon. I think they got a Grammy for Blame Canada. I think they're just looking for an Emmy. I think they just need an Emmy. No, they're missing one thing. I know they're missing one thing. Let's see. What is it? Emmy? What's the G and E got? Grammy. Grammy. uh, Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Yeah. Uh... Wait, hold on. They don't have an Oscar. My bad. They don't have an Oscar. So they have an Emmy, a Grammy, and a Tony, but they don't have an Oscar yet. Which, if they put goddamn Book of Mormon uh, onto... If they if they give Book of Mormon the Hamilton treatment, they'll get it. I would love to see that, honestly, because I've never seen it, and I really, really want to because oh, I hear it's so good. It is... It is. It was a thing. I saw it. My friend took me to see it. It is fucking fantastic. It is fucking fantastic. And there's so many small jokes that they didn't put on the album and stuff like that because they're just small jabs here and there. It didn't make sense to do it. Yeah. But like, there's a scene where one of the Mormons got a book shoved up his ass. In true South Park style in fashion. true South Park style. It was great. It was 
I loved it so much. So if they can do that for Book of Mormon, then then they'll get that Oscar. I I yeah I, and that's you know that's almost another because I'm almost wonder like if South Park ended, I I know this is a long long way from gravy. Yeah, but if South Park <laughs> ended, I almost wonder if they would just disappear into the ether or if they would make something new. Ah. Uh... I I think they would make something new, but I don't think they'll ever make an episodic like South Park or any episodic ever again. Yeah, so like a movie or something. I think they'd go back to making movies because the movies they... Orgasmo is good. Basketball is good. Though South Park Bigger, Longer, and Uncut is good. Like I haven't seen them, to my current memory, make a bad... They've never pumped out anything that I know that has been bad. Quentin Tarantino's made bad movies. Ooh, can I say something controversial? Ooh, go ahead. I did not like Once Upon a Time in L.A. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes, that one. 100% fair. Uh, I did not enjoy it either. Did you see it, Carrie? No. Yeah, we watched it together. Oh, don't remember it then. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It was very very forgettable. (laughs) It was. What? What the problem that what I was told is the problem is that if you're not aware of uh, the Charles Manson family and something Tate, the the lady that Sharon, um, Tate. Sharon Tate, if you're not aware of those two groupings of what happened, then you're going to be lost for most of the movie, which for me, I don't know a lot about them. But apparently, if you were around the time or you know the stories, it was it was the uh, inglorious bastards of that particular story. Okay, so I am very familiar with that story. Um, <laughs> you still didn't like it, and I still don't like it. Because here's the thing: the entire time the movie's happening, I'm expecting there to be more about that, and you don't really get any of that until like the end of the movie, and then the movie ends yeah. very abruptly. And I was yeah. like, oh. So that's and it's a long movie. It's a long movie. It is a long movie. And the reason it is a long movie, at least in my opinion, is unfortunately Quentin the editor who normally edits Quentin Tarantino's movies, uh, unfortunately died due to I think it was heat stroke during a goddamn uh hike she was taking. And so this is the first movie without the editor telling Quentin Tarantino to stop that shit. <laughs> <laughs> because Quentin movies are already long. Yeah. When you don't mm-hmm. have cuts. Because when people say, like, who really makes the movies? Directors film the movies. DPs shoot the movies. But, like, the editor makes the fucking movie. If you don't have an editor with a backbone to tell Quentin Tarantino to stop that shit, you get Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of misses, but that was, oof, that was a swing and a miss. It was, I think, I think if they chopped it down a little bit and they put a bit more focus on the Manson family, I think it would have been a bit more palatable. But yes. because they spent so much money on Brad Pitt and fucking uh, Leo um, and focused so much on that B story... Um, that B story was the A story. It really I know, was. but it, it was a B story. story. It should have been the B story. That's <laughs> the problem with the fucking movie. Um, I agree with all these opinions about the movie I remember. 
<laughs> well, your review says it all, honestly, Carrie. <laughs> is it was completely unforgettable, or it was completely forgettable. Yeah. You, you know what movie I really liked, Acquaintance? That was not like one of his big ones, but I can't watch it again because I don't have six hours. The Hateful Eight. I, I really I enjoyed it once. Yeah, you can't watch it more than once. It's like watching Lord of the Rings. It's but here's the much. thing. On my first viewing, and maybe it's because it was so hyped as being so good, mm-hmm. I found it incredibly boring. I will say that you have to watch that movie under with the understanding that you're actually watching a stage play. Because yeah, if it's you still boring, oh, I really did I watch it. this? Did I'm you? not sure if you did or not. I might have watched this before you got here. Do okay. you remember Samuel Jackson doing a whole monologue about someone, some racist guy's son sucking his dick in the mountain? Nope, I think that would be... Yeah, you would have remembered <laughs> that. That. Yeah. that was the big crescendo of halftime. Okay. Uh, Samuel Jackson plays a bounty hunter. And, of course, there's a racist guy in there. He called him the N-word. He's like, I know who you are. I hunted your son and made him walk miles butt naked into the snow. And to save his life, I made him suck my dick. And then I shot him dead. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, God damn, Sam. You know, you know what I like about Sam? No. It, 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 listen, you guys keep throwing the tangents at me. I don't keep running away with them. Here's what I like about Sam. Is he is so well-renowned, he could say yes or no to whatever the fuck he wants. Yep. And he will do, you know, big movies. But mm-hmm. he'll also do movies because he'll look at something and be like, yeah, I want to be a fucking Jedi. Yep. Yeah. 100%. yeah I, I want to be, be a fucking Avenger. But only if I get my own... Purple lightsaber. Yeah. Done. That's fucking baller. (laughs) That is. He he shows up in really random places because he sees something interesting. He's like, oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna be in that. And who the fuck are you to tell Sam Jackson no? Exactly. I gotta tell you, I don't feel for celebrity deaths, I I have sympathy, but I don't feel like a lot of pain for them because I I didn't know him personally. Um I think Sam Jackson's gonna hurt. He he's gonna hurt. I think for me, the one that's going to hurt the most is going to be Mel Brooks. Is he um, still alive? He is still alive. How the fuck? He's he was, in the 90s. He was old in the 70s. He's still alive. He's still kicking. How How did Mel Brooks beat Benny White? Holy shit. He is still alive. Yeah. And, yeah, I, and I will say for me, so like, you know, I was bummed when like Robin Williams died. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of comedy greats, but... I think probably up till, you know, when inevitably Mel Brooks goes, um, one of the biggest bummers for me was, um, wow, I just had his name in my head and I just fucking lost it. Holy what were they shit. In? He's my favorite comedian of all fucking time. Uh, uh, it's not fucking uh, angry white guy, political nope. humor. George Carlin. No. Nope. No, that's uh, so, every, that's everyone's favorite. Um, fuck. Uh, I, I respect George Carlin. I know why he's respired one of the best. I'm not that angry in the world, so I didn't like... No, this guy was a fucking storyteller. Um, oh, and yeah, I mentioned baby. it before. No, like, oh, he was like... His, his, Sam his, Kinison. What? No, dude, he's not white. Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I should have thrown that out there. 
Richard Pryor? Yeah, thank you. There you God. go. I had his name and then I mentioned Robin Williams and I just completely lost it. Ah, that makes, that's a that's a better transition. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. When, when Richard Pryor passed, I was legitimately bummed because his comedy his comedy kind of formed my own comedy. Um, and I'm not saying like I'm a comedian by any stretch, but like the way he told stories right. informed the way that I tell stories. And that's, I mean, not to, you know, honk my own fucking goose, but I like to think that I'm a pretty decent storyteller and that, you know, I keep people's interest and tell genuinely funny stories. And I, I got a lot of that from just listening to Richard Pryor so fucking much in my formidable yeah. years. He, he was, I loved Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor was very funny. Robin Williams stand-up was, especially his old stand-up when he oh, was God. getting fresh off drugs. Right at the Met. Yes! Oh, God. Um, uh, well, hey, I, Carrie, I do you I have owe a lot there. to uh, Sex with Sue, then. Um, I think that was the name of the show. It was an what? old radio show. What is it called? Uh, Sex with Sue. It was this Sex old lady. This sounds familiar. She, I, she was this old lady, and you, people would call in with sex advice. And this was, lady! It was the most amusing to listen to, especially as a kid, because you're sitting there giggling, being like, hee hee hee, sex. Jesus uh, fuck, Carrie. I haven't thought about this show in goddamn years. I think I was <laughs> five when this was coming out. Oh, God. Fuck. And she's, can oh, she's Canadian, of course. That makes sense, then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, that was what I... Uh, I didn't like a lot of, like, radio shows or stuff like that, but uh, I listened to that late at night. She was like the original Dr. Drew, but funny. <laughs> but funny, yeah. Remember when Dr. Drew gave a fuck? He was really good. I don't, Dr. Drew. I don't remember. Dr. Drew Pinsky? Dr. Drew was like the sex doctor for MTV for oh, many years. Oh, that fucking guy. I yeah. Know. Yeah. He, he, it, he was, he was, I don't, I don't want to lower his credentials to call him like the Dr. Phil of MTV, but he was the main medical doctor of MTV. He talked about STIs and um, yeah, vaginas and stuff like that. Canada would not let this shit on our television. Are you kidding me? <laughs> There's no way. You don't Wait, talk Canada about sex. television is... I thought Canadian television was a bit more liberal because no. strip clubs are insane. No, no, no. Our no, the strip clubs are heavily regulated, remember? Yeah. I thought they were. I, I, no. not, not that I'm not saying Canadian strip clubs are not regulated, but I thought they're, they are known to be better than American strip clubs. <laughs> you guys can't see it because this is an audio program. But Carrie's, <laughs> Carrie's face is like, I don't know about that. She looks, she looks I, like she's twisted in knots. I mean, in the bigger cities, you because okay, in Canada you have to get your ladies or your strippers, I should say. Uh, you should you have to get your strippers from agencies. I like it as ladies personally because it sounds like you're a pimp. <laughs> you lady. have to get these ladies from an agency, That's so right. you have to get them from a legal pimp. Okay, exactly. Um, and so you can't no. just hire them off the street; they have to be licensed wow. in a way. Um, licensed. No, I've been to some strip clubs where they look like. They were hired off the street, so. And the, yeah, that's what I was about to say, is in the smaller communities. <laughs> <laughs> they don't always follow the guidelines. Um, Brockville, years and years and years ago, I think before this whole thing was established, actually, 
um, Brockville used to have a strip club and my hometown is very conservative. Um, and the strippers did not have a great reputation. Uh, they were called, I think, marionettes or puppets because they always had strings. Oh, God damn. Oh, wow. Go. Yeah. I think about it for a second. No, I'm not going to explain that one. If you know. oh, my dad used to call that spider webs. Son of a bitch. That's so funny. But the funny yeah. thing is, um, I can't remember. I think they got it just shut down the first time because Brockville's just like, we don't want it. Um, no spider webs here. And then they reopened it. And then pretty much the uh, lovely people of Brockville burnt it down. <laughs> what is with you Canadians and burning shit down you don't like? You burn down our White House. You burn down your strip club. <laughs> it's cold out. We need fire. <laughs> The bigger, God, the better. The way, the way you described this, I pictured it like a horror movie where, like, this the strip club gets shut down and all the strippers, like, crawl into their dank holes, wait, <laughs> uh, like, hibernating and waiting for the strip club to reopen. And when it does, they all come out. And it's like uh, the people with, like, fucked up joints that, like, uh, or double oh. extended or whatever, double jointed, like, crawling from their fucking spider holes, uh, little spider webs <laughs> trailing behind them as they leave their gooey egg sacks behind. And as they get on the stage to start dancing, the people are out there with torches and pitchforks. <laughs> no more strippers! Throw the fucking torches, and you just hear the shrieks as the creatures of the night begin to shriek in, in pain and agony as they burn with the strip club. Yeah, yeah. I just wrote a horror movie. You're welcome. You did. You did. You, did. you wrote one of the, like, a grindhouse horror movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Midnight spider strippers from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Starring oh. Antonio Banderas, Danny Trejo, and yes. Alexander Ovechkin. <laughs> you know what? If I, if I can't get Tom Savini in this movie, then I'm not making it. <laughs> I know Jenny he doesn't Trejo. do the, the creature effects anymore, but he's still a great actor. Oh, oh God. Yes. Well, um, all we need is $3 million and we can get this movie done. <laughs> I'll do it for 300 <laughs> There was a silent film filmed in Brockville. Well, yeah, because you guys didn't get talkies until a couple years ago. Shut up. I had talkies <laughs> when I was a kid. I mean, it didn't really reach more than across the house, but... Wait, you talking and about that's why I always call bullshit on, like, Stranger Things. Wait, we're like, talking about two walk- very different things. Wait, what were you talking about? So, colloquially, talkies were, were um, films where they talk in the film, and... There was sound. Oh, oh. Uh, before there were silent films, and then they called. Yeah, them he didn't. He didn't just call you old. He called you real, old. really old. <laughs> All right. I didn't say you're old. I said you are ancient. You are the land. Wow. Back when the piano was the sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charlie so Chaplin shit. But now, to, now I want to hear about walkie talkies because. <laughs> tell tell us why Stranger Things is bullshit. It's bullshit because their walkie talkies are reaching across the fucking town. No, there's no fucking way. We tried to use that for like, you know, for across the yard. One person be in the house, the other one's like in the backyard. They were static. They barely worked. Do not tell me that that you guys can talk to each other from across your town. Okay, but to be fair, they had like the fucking giant Motorola like transistor walkie talkies. Everything was that big back then. That doesn't impress me. (laughs) (laughs) If you pertain to our first conversation, uh, <laughs> probably do not impress 
I don't impress me much. <laughs> <laughs> um, this could be a lot of goose honking right there. <laughs> we, we don't want to turn on our audience too much. You might get into a car accident or something, get too aroused. You're welcome, Bill. Uh, the sultry sounds of Lamar singing Shangy Twangy. Shangy <laughs> Twangy. Now presenting to the Grand Old Opry. Shangy Twangy. That's the Shania Twain cover band. Hey, we're Shangy Twangy. We cover Shania Twain. It don't impress me much. Oh. It's a fucking Santa Claus looking motherfucker. Oh my god. Oh. Wearing a crop top and Daisy Dukes. <laughs> so you think you're Brad Pitt? <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that, that act is followed by Stealing Dion. Oh. And just some oh. dude on his head fucking you Stealing Celine Dion. Celine. Celine Dion. Celine. Celine Dion. Celine. Wait, is she from Ontario? <clears throat> no. She's from Quebec. Oh, that's what I meant to say. Quebec? She's from Quebec? Has she ever stepped out foot outside of Quebec? I think she's always lived. Like, I, last I chew, it's been a while. I don't know. I know it's like, that's her favorite spot. It's... Her French ass likes being in France? Well, she might be in France now. You know what? Let's see where. <laughs> oh, she's probably back oh, in Quebec. Can, can, uh, take... Let me try that Holy again. Holy shit, I did not expect that. Carrie's right. activating her Canadian tracker to find out <laughs> where all the, the hidden cells of Canadians are hiding. I'm sending my geese out now. Um, they have tracked her in Nevada, uh, Las Vegas. Uh, she probably has a residency. Yes, yeah. she does. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I just want to say that the thing I hate the most about this podcast is the amount of disillusionment I got from Canada. because i was sitting here as a humble american just going you know canada sounds amazing they're just like america but just better and every week i learned they're just like america yeah (laughs) honestly i hate to say it but when i hear about canada i think they're just like america but somehow worse well and here's the thing is Canada, I mean, they're not Australia worse, but they're still worse. Canada always has that sibling that they can kind of compare themselves to, you know, and they're just like, well, we're not bad as America because look at all this shit that's going on down there. But the thing about Canada is the government just hides everything that's going on. There's, they don't hide it, but they're very quiet about it. So they don't really hear everything that's going on. Canadians are the equivalent of a kid who lights their house on fire then closes their eyes and covers their ears and goes, la, 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 la. Yeah. Man. I still want to go to Brockville. I think we'd be famous. Oh, we're gonna or, go. or murdered. One of the two. It was like, hey, we you know? heard what you were talking about in your fucking podcast, eh? Uh, <laughs> there was a dead body found there recently, so. I mean, yeah. it's cold. COVID. This is going to be like our version of Hostel. <laughs> yeah, three three friends going on an adventure to a foreign scary country and we we, we go to a hostel to stay because it's cheap and the next thing we know torture porn um, we're either going to be probably. welcomed with open arms or fucking sh- chased out with pitchforks they're yeah. throwing like maple leaf fucking uh styled ninja stars at us 
I'm going to be mad if maple syrup is just not banging. I'm going to oh, be it's so gonna be goddamn banging. mad. I'm taking you to some, like, we're going to get it fresh. So if Tim Hortons is just fucking fancy Wendy's, I'm going to be mad. If it's Dude, just I, a, I can take you to a place where you can tap your own maple syrup. I'm going to do that. I'm going to tap the shit out of something. In Canada. You tap that tree's ass. <laughs> tap that tree's ass. You're going to get all, all sticky. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, don't expect this, this. This a lot of people seem to think that the sap coming from the tree they can just go like, mmm, so good. Don't, don't. Like, well, some people do find it good. I personally don't. It needs to be cleaned. It needs to be it had things added to so it. So wait, if you if they have place where you tap your own tree and get it fresh from the tap, like what happens? Do you give it to them and they process yeah. it or? Oh, or okay. like you or you can go it depends on the place but some places will even have like you do it to go through the process and teach you oh and i don't listen. that's like a whole day thing though i don't you know but like you can own. what you can do is like tap go tap sap go through the experience and then go to the store and buy some and then you can be like i tapped my own syrup even though this isn't the syrup i tapped oh well now um, now i have to go through the process yeah now i have to go through the process otherwise i'm a fraud but here's well, we're gonna we're gonna tap our own. We're gonna tap things together, Brian. Me and you yeah. tapping that yep. sap's ass. Tap that sap's we'll, ass. We'll, we'll make it a, a four way. All three of us will tap oh, on the tree. Oh boy! Yeah. <laughs> Want to tap a tree with us, Carrie? Uh, we'll, we'll tap we'll, it so good. We'll, we'll all mix Only if I'm the bridge. We'll we'll all mix our sap and then we'll <laughs> go through the process together. I'm sorry. This is an audio medium. I'm hand palming myself. <laughs> Face palming, Jesus! Yeah, there we go. There. <laughs> your, your hand, yeah. Lamar is vigorously hand palming, <laughs> thinking about tapping the tree. That's one hell of a knot hole there. Ooh, god damn it! Man, this this show's gonna be. This is. You know, you remember before we started recording, we were like, I remember when this was the nerdy point of view. <laughs> How far we've come. Remember when we used to like oh, rank our favorite back. television shows? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I remember that. And that was fun. But then we ran out of television shows because COVID <laughs> happened and they stopped making TV for a while. Yeah. Oh my god. I really wish I really wish I remembered every episode we did, because then we should like rank the best nerdy point of view episodes. But oh, then God. that would require me to remember all of the goddamn dirty point of view episodes, and I don't have that mm-hmm. kind of time. I'm I'm gonna be honest. There's a lot that I've said that I don't want to remember. Yeah, I'm with that. <laughs> I mean, we could do an episode where we pick like one of our favorite episodes. Because that's uh, not really going through them. You just I pick still out have one to go back to remember what the fuck I said. My 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 true. favorite's gonna be easy. I already know the answer. And it has nothing to do with any of my co-hosts. <laughs> of course, it doesn't. No, it was because I got we uh, when we invited Dan Reichert onto the show. Okay, that's yeah. one of the coolest experiences of my life is getting to sit with Dan Reichert for an hour and just fucking talk shit. Dan Reichert. Reichert. This guy is a fucking legend. He has a legendary fucking beef with Jose Canseco. Dan Reichert, career director. Ah, cool. He was on Letterman, I think. He might have been. He like, I think he like. No, no, he wasn't. That's well, just, he that's was like Norm a producer McDonald's. for a wrestling team. He's worked for Giant Bomb for a long time. I think he worked at Game Informer originally. 
Yeah. Uh, if I'm getting his career right, but he's done some wild shit. And he told some fucking stories on that podcast, stories that I already knew because I had read his book. Um, he wrote a book called Anxiety as an Ally, which is a really, really good uh, book about anxiety, if you have anxiety. Nice. Um, but he, he's done just a ton of shit. He's a really interesting dude. And he's just somebody that I've always kind of admired and thought he was really fucking hilarious. And I one day was like, hey, you should come on our show. He's like, yeah, time and place. Let's do this. And then we did it. And he was fucking hilarious. Hell and yeah. super nice, too, because sometimes, you know, people can be real dicks, but he was legitimately a good dude. I just want to say my favorite episode is the episode where you proposed to Carrie. <laughs> yeah, I could say that, but I'd be lying. Wow. Damn. <laughs> Hello, government official listening to all these podcasts. <laughs> Richard, this is my green card truck. Like, on second thought, we're actually going to need to have that interview. Um Hey, you guys want to come in for an interview really quick? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you can come to us. <laughs> We're lazy. We'll both be here because uh, we are cohabitating, as promised. Yep. We engage in coitus at least once a week per the government mandates. Woo, mandated coitus. That that that's a good that's a good law. <laughs> yeah, you have to have a witness sign and everything. It's yeah. pretty awkward. It gets a little weird. I I assume Grandma isn't pre- uh, appreciating it. No, well, she's luckily not. she's uh, deaf. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> we just say close your eyes and uh, go to your happy place. Yeah. We only really need like five minutes, so. <laughs> Brian only needs five minutes. Carrie does too. Um, I've learned so much about your sex lives today. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. So weird presidents, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, we were originally we were originally going to talk about how interesting it would be to have a mafioso as president, but we really just don't have the time anymore. So, so I'm glad that I started this whole thing off by saying a stain on a dress because our uh. context was covered. Oh, that was a Monica Lewinsky joke. I yes, just got that. God damn it. <laughs> I didn't get that at all. What the yeah, hell? I just got a Monica Lewinsky joke because that would have been a good tie-in to what we was actually going to uh-huh. talk about, but we fucked up. Yeah, we, well, we did. Is anyone else caught on to that? Despite having any context or not having any context at all, let me know. and I won't feel so alone. Listen, it's a well-documented fact that I'm a fucking idiot. So it's not true. Anybody that's listened to this podcast for more than three episodes knows me, this guy, fucking idiot. No, we're all crazy. We're not idiots. I am the sanest of all of you. Thank you very much. You know, you think so, Lamar. And that's mm-hmm. what's adorable about you is you think so. <laughs> Remember how we were saying how if you appear to be, you know, well-adjusted and happy and sane, that, to, you know, those are the craziest ones. Your mama. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> don't bring my mama into this because she's listening. Hi, Carrie. And I'm sure mom. she's thrilled with Oh, God. Doing. That's right. She listens to these guys. Yeah. Oh, no. What were those conversations <laughs> like? <laughs> Hello, my dear Carrie. <laughs> How many good lately? My daughter, fruit of my loins. <laughs> what boys have you been tasting? <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> <laughs>
my mom talking like that. I don't know what your mom would talk like that. I don't know what your mom sounds like. I don't. I I, I can only I say love, a I love that in your times. head, Carrie's mom is on Downton Abbey. I should <laughs> say Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, hey! <laughs> <Right> down. <laughs> How does those be on this fine fellas day? <laughs> Okay, now you just sound like a Monty Python character. Have you told the American boys that we all don't see a boot? Some of us can use like you. It's a butt, actually. A butt. A butt. A butt. A butt. I'll tell you what's a butt. Oh my dear Katie, I like big butts, and I still have no idea why. Oh no. These boots cannot fathom, but with a tiny woman with a Rather posterior waist in a round thing in your general vicinity, you get a rubbery feeling about you. A rubbery? <laughs> that, boy, if you would have stretched any harder, you would have pulled something, Lamar. But may I remind you that somehow in your brain, you're the most well adjusted one of us all. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us at the Nerdy Point of View podcast. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Brian Penaloza. You can find me on Twitter at Captain Sugar Bear. That's at CPT Sugar Bear. There's a reason why I don't tell anybody that I know in real life what I do on the internet. Uh, Lamar, where are you on the internet and what are you doing? Hi, top of the morning to you, lads, lasses, ladsies, and ladsies. My name is Lamar the Con Guy. That's L E M E R the Con Guy. Instagram, Twitch, and Twitter. All on Lamar Con Guy, or go to linktr.ee slash Lamar the Con Guy to find all my links to all the podcasts and social medias that I do. Uh, by the time this comes out, we would have launched, uh, I would have started my partnership with nerdybit.co, a streetwear clothing company where I'll have two stickers up for sale. All the proceeds for stickers go to my pocket. Nice. And um, so that I can continue to do things uh, like eat and pay my rent and if you are one of my co-workers from my current employment <laughs> no you're not <laughs> uh, not anymore carrie, carrie where are you on the internet and what are you working on you can find my link tree on my twitter at shrieky that's s-h-r-i-e-k-e-e uh there you can find links to everything that i'm involved in which is you know body painting to selling my own graphic designs on t-shirts and other products so go check it out right on well with that we are out infant house posterior